When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seven of the Let's Unpack That podcast with your hosts Cheval and Cal. We're here talking literary and media analysis, specifically about Berserk, until the goddamn wheels fall off. <laughs> this is episode forty-seven. Um, yeah, we're still knee deep in it, and today we're going to talk about um, demon babies that are half <laughs> alive, maybe dead. Maybe we'll we'll talk about it soon. They're though. ethereal creatures. Yeah, we'll no, get into it. <laughs> we will get into it. Disgusting and interesting. Um, no. So we were we were talking right before the podcast came on about a few things. But um, yeah, there's some there's some weird shit going on. I I, I yeah. did want to talk about <laughs> Pal World because it's um it's probably still gonna be trending whenever we release this. Yeah, but, um, I'd imagine so. Just because it's been such a hot topic. It's so for like the two days since it came out. Jesus, yeah, it came out two days ago. I think there's like a open, like a closed beta like a few days ago, so a lot of streamers got it hyped up or whatever mm. before, but. No. Um, oh, that's why I saw it before. Okay. Yeah. So for people who don't know, this game got announced like a year or two ago, mm-hmm. I think. Um, it was, it, it was, it's exactly what it looked like, right? It was Pokemon guns and you kind of make them slaves too. <laughs> and, and it's like also a, weirdly Stardew Valley, but like they're slaves. So it's like supposed to be like a subversion of like these things. Um, which like yeah. it looked funny like when the trailers came out like I feel like everyone like made a lot of memes about them and poked fun at it yeah uh, rightfully so that's what it was intended to do it's a like I don't know not like satire but it is like kind of a jokey game yeah it's supposed so, to be, it's, it's very unserious tongue tongue in cheek um and now that it's out right it's more of like a it's more of like one of those arc games like a arc I don't know if people like people have played those before but it's like open world you can kind of do oh, whatever yeah. you want you build whatever you want they're like technically quests but like you know it's like you it's meant to be like multiplayer type of thing you can play it single player but it's meant to be like a lot of multiplayer stuff so it's just like straight up streaming bait right like i'm sure that people will be probably streaming this for the foreseeable future but a yeah, lot of it's definitely. built on is tropes from other games games gameplay from other games technically too because a lot of it looks like fortnite ish too like some of the avatars mm-hmm. that you play as look at kind of fortnite ish but um, the big thing is the Pokemon aspect, right? I've seen a lot of people um, getting really mad, which is which is funny because this did happen when it was announced, but people didn't really talk about it quite as much. But yeah, people were kind of upset about like, you know, they're like, wow, this is kind of ripping off Pokemon um, because it's, you know, like the designs look a lot like Pokemon designs, right? Like people have put some of them side by side. Um, some of them are kind of like based on other it's like they like change the color or something or they like change the way the eyes are placed on it or something right. 
And but that's also the point of yeah, it, is yeah, to, like, of... evoke Pokemon and, like, to make it seem like a Pokemon game. Yeah. Because that's I... how it was being sold. People thought it was, like, for the first, like, 30 seconds of the trailer, people thought it was, like, a Pokemon ripoff, which there has been before. Yes. So. Yeah. Like, like, there's obviously been, like a lot of this talk before but like yeah they they have a lot of designs and that's the thing this isn't the first game to like there are games that have straight up ripped off pokemon like and they're mm-hmm. still going right like i think there's one called like nexomon or something that's been out for mm-hmm. a few years and it's like a thir- third entry literally it's advertising itself like it, do you like 2d pokemon do you wish it was still like that then our game is that because it's their designs look like pokemon all that stuff like that right so like i personally don't see anything like super wrong with what they're doing like power world in particular because people now people are trying to be like they're plagiarizing designs of pokemon which i'm like okay i think we need to know what plagiarism is um just because something has i think there's the post we both saw just because something has yellow eyes Um. and (laughs) and sharp teeth doesn't mean that it's like exactly plagiarized directly from the design and that's the thing yeah like, like yeah, it looks like Pokemon because that's literally what they were trying to do. Like, they're trying to do that within the bounds of that, right? And like I said, there's so many other games that... There's so many indie games that have done this already, right? Like, there are several mm-hmm. series, like I said, that are made to be, like... We miss Pokemon Red and Green, so our game is Pokemon Red and Green for the next, like, 13 entries. So, like... Right. Yeah. I just thought that that was funny because now people are like, we're really, you know, disappointed that people like this game because people are just playing it and then they're not looking into who made it because apparently like you know the same developer has made several other games that haven't lived very long which like that's a lot of indie developers these days yeah. with online games so the beef i yeah. saw people really having was that like he's talked favorably about ai art and nfts before which is always like a hot button issue in one way or another right and I think to like an extent it's a valid concern, but then it also becomes like the hand ringy copyright thing again, where people are like, I hope po- I hope Nintendo sues them. And I'm like, no, you don't. Don't do this. Like you <laughs> if you do that and Nintendo succeeds in that, they are going to sue every other Pokemon lookalike indie game mm-hmm. that there is. And they're going to sue all the fan projects that don't even make any money. They already do that to begin with, but that'll give them even more basis to do or that. that mashup and, website where people can mash different Pokemon up and a bunch of different artists worked on that, right? Like they could even yeah. put something like that down because yeah, like people it's, bitching about this. To me, it always comes back to like the copyright issue, right? Where it's like, yeah, maybe these are like very close designs, but at the same time, like... It's not directly janking the design and like it it becomes a much stickier issue once you bring legislation into it, as yeah. it always does. That's and that's like I think it's very yeah. silly and sort of short sighted, as always. Cheval and I have talked about this like six times at this yeah, point. But like Yeah. Or people being like, Oh my god, he likes AI art and I'm like, Yeah, I mean it sucks. AI art sucks. I think we can all agree on that. I think we can all agree that there are aspects of like AI shit that are is very scary also, but I also think yeah. we need to acknowledge it's a fucking buzzword at this point too that people used to fear monger. Yeah. It's yeah. Not even being used like, directly. No, and like 
is there AI stuff I'm worried about? Yeah, I think like deep fake shit is fucking terrifying. I have forever. Yeah, I've hated that shit. I think it's it's uh, so horrifying to me. And like I think there's so many applications of it. And like I know that stuff is always gonna cross over from AI art stuff into that because it's a natural progression of it. Mm-hmm. And that part of it is scary to me. And I think that part is worth talking about. But when it comes down to like once people are trying to copyright styles and certain color palettes and like even like certain character designs to an extent, you can't do that. Like there has to be like an openness with art and you have to be able to accept art that you don't view as art or that maybe isn't even art necessarily outside of like evoking a reaction from you. Like there's all kinds of rich people art that I hate. And I think is tacky and derivative and reductive, but it's art still, you know, do I view it as art? Not really, but it is technically art still. Yeah. And like, is it soulless? Yeah, it is. And like AI art is also soulless, but at the end of the day, like it's not, there are so many like little pitfalls with it that people refuse to look at that. I'm not comfortable like fully backing just like, painting it all with a broad brush yeah. and being like all of this has to stop I, i'm like no we, you can't do that for months right like this shit has really yeah. gotten just reactive like a lot of how people feel mm-hmm. about AI. i saw a post the other day where artists was like i'm never making digital art again because um one of the tablet companies like one of the big ones wacom oh, said that they're yeah. using ai technology in their motherfucker how long do you think they've been they've been using ai and machine learning technology for all their products for years yeah you just don't like AI because of people generating pictures last year. Like, this is something they've been using in their products. Anyway, they said they're never doing digital art again because they said it's rigged against them. And AI is is, okay. is going to defeat digital art, like the part, purpose of digital art. And then they were like, I'm, I'm still making art. I'm just not going to make digital art ever again. And I'm like, this is so weird. That's, like That's that's fine, but that's like... weird. That doesn't make your like traditional art superior to digital art. If we do that, yeah. we loop back to like the early 2000s talk that we had on DeviantArt where people started like using stuff like Wacom yep. tablets to create digital art in Photoshop and using Illustrator to create digital art. Yep. And people were like, this isn't real art because you're not doing it on a fucking like piece of paper yeah. and creating a traditional painting. And it's like, but I'm still using those techniques within this digital program to create a piece of work that I've created, you know? Yeah. Like, and then, like, with AI, the argument is, like, well, you didn't, like, technically create it. And it's, like, no. And, like, the person themselves isn't necessarily, like, an artist, you know? Yeah. But, like, the piece itself is still art in a way. Yeah. It's very, like, because once you start reducing it to, like, well, is like, your capability, like, what yeah, makes how much physical it art, would you put into this? that becomes really ableist and weird. And, like, once people start being, like, oh, well, like, all these disabled people, like, they push through their, like, hardships and they create this art. I'm like, you don't see yeah. why that's a really weird tack to take. It's a fucked up thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't get that, like, why that's weird. And, like, I know we talked about this with, like, fighting games and stuff, too, because there's, like, disabled fighting game players who have been in the scene for a long yeah. time. I think one of them just passed away recently. Um, he had been around for a while. But, um, yeah, it's... There's just, like, a lot of, like, really cool people in the scene. And, like, 
technically they've like overcome or whatever, but some people would view like their controllers as like cheap or cheating because they use like forms of like hitboxes before hitboxes were really a yeah, thing or whatever. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, and so like it's like, well, does it boil down to the controller? Does it boil down to ability? Like, what do you, what is the skill measurement here? And with art, you can't really have a skill measurement because no. it's still art. It's not like a technical thing, like a fighting game or like Dark Souls or something or whatever, you know, yeah. like it's, it's still art. Like a kid could make art, a like elephant can technically make yes, art it's not a technical skill before, right, right. Like, like i don't know it's like um it, it, it's like the people who see like a rothko or something and they're like you know that's just a square i could mm. make that it's, it's the same shit but i feel like these people feel like they wouldn't say that about a rothko but they would say that about an ai painting and it's like no it's it's a it's the same school of thought it's basically yeah i don't think you spent time on this so right. like and that's all it's about right it's like how much time and effort do i personally believe you put into this because when right. digital art was a problem like just being a digital artist was a problem that was the whole thing like you said i remember that being a thing like in high school and college is like people yeah being it was like, huge like well or people being like well i draw mine for real and then i scan it in to do digital stuff because i'm just uh, it doesn't and matter like, okay it doesn't <laughs> matter like there's still like you're still making art so like that's why i get i don't know like even looking through the comments for like you know the power world thing like we'll, we'll i'll even like link some pictures and stuff but like uh the other thing i saw that kind of made me laugh <laughs> so lil nas x uh came out with yes. a new single for the first time <laughs> i think two years i think it's been two years three years i'm not sure um it's been a while though he he's kind of been like laying low but um it was called j christ a lot of the video had like you know i think it was like uh impersonators of, of celebrities he was doing a lot of Jesus Christ stuff, et cetera, et cetera, right? We've seen artists do this mm -hmm. dozens of times, whether it was Tupac, Madonna, whoever, right? Like, there's people have done this, Kanye West, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> people have done this forever, right? Um, So, I don't know what happened. I I'm really trying to figure out what the storyline was here. But he, he did his usual thing. He hyped the single up for, like, a week and a half, video released, and I assumed what was going to what usually happen was going to happen right it gets like you know 10 million views in the first day and his single does well and then he teases his next single then i got on my phone like a few days ago and he's apologizing for offending christians <laughs> and it's like a five minute long video i didn't even finish it because i was like oh no this is like literally where he's going with it there's no like psych part way through um I wish there but, was. That would be more in character for him. Yeah, it would be way more in character for Lil Nas X. Because usually, especially because the last big rollout he did a couple years ago was like the opposite, right? It was like, you know, I'm sliding down a pole t to hell to fucking lap dance with the devil, right? And yeah. he didn't back down Here's at all, Here's my right? shoes with blood in them with, or with whatever. blood in them, right? Yeah. Like, so, which uh, I wish I got a pair of those. But... They're pretty He's, sick, honestly. They're pretty fucking fire. But I, I don't know. Just from that to this is just like very like big difference to me. And all I could come up with, mm -hmm. I made a joke about it earlier, but all I could come up with is that the single didn't do well. Um, that's the only thing I can come up with with why he would apologize yeah. for this. Considering like, and the song's not even bad, right? It, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Lil Nas X's music. It sounds like a Lil Nas X song, right? I feel like if you like this mm -hmm. loving stuff, you'll probably like this song as well, right? Yeah, I listened to it. I was like, this is a little Nas X song. Yeah. It's fine. It, I was just like, wow, I didn't know we just like backed down from stuff that easily because he was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. It didn't come off the way I wanted it to to other Christians. 
And, you know, I feel like if you were Christian, I offended you. I'm sorry. And blah, blah, blah. After like a whole rollout up towards the single saying the exact opposite, like just basically saying the, like being like, yeah, I don't understand this. Like people have used this imagery before. I'm respecting and blah, blah, blah. Instead of standing on that, he made this video where he's wearing a bonnet for some reason, which I thought was funny. It's, I think it's supposed to be like a <laughs> personal video type of thing. But he's like, you know, that didn't come off the way I intended to, and I'm sorry. Which is like, if 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 this is a week later and this actually all turns out to be in the heart of another rollout, I'll, I'll eat my words, right? I'll be like, you got me. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like, that just seems pussy to me. <laughs> That's like the only way I can put it is like, really? Like... You've done this rollout ten times before. Why are you doing right. this now? Like you've you've gone through this like three or four or five times before, you know? Right. I kind of feel like I don't know, like you said, like it didn't do as well as Call Me By Your Name or um even like Old Town Road or whatever, which people were mad about because like it became like a country hit, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And so white people were mad about that. And then the last one he, you know, there was satanic imagery or whatever the fuck. And people were mad about that. I think the thing, though, is that Call Me By Your Name resonated more with, like, the gay community because that's what we're always told anyways, you yeah. know? It's like, you're going to hell, da-da-da. A lot of people kind of embrace that, especially if they've moved away from, like, the church. Yeah, which Because they're like, yeah, I'm going to hell, you're right. In this song, I, like, resonate with the imagery from that also... It has really good visuals and it's fun. Um, but like with this one, like I only watched a little bit of it, but I'm like, this is very different. And I don't think that like artists should do like the same thing every time, mm-hmm. even though like his music sounds very similar every yeah. time. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, image wise, he like does mix it up a lot. And I think that's fine. But I think by trying to do another like Christian thing, but the opposite angle, it's an angle that a lot of gay people don't want as much you know like a lot of people don't yeah resonate with like traditional angelic imagery or like traditional like heavenly imagery if they do it's like the weird fucked up version where people like ah biblically accurate angels or whatever the fuck yeah um yeah exactly you know (laughs) so it's like there's it's just not what the crowd he's cultivated is going to gravitate to as much in my opinion which is fine and you know like he he missed a little and that's fine i think it still looks good it's like i said it's a fine song for him um but it's not gonna have the same impact that call me by your name did because it's not gonna resonate with as many people and also it's not like sticking it to the christians it's like a very christian centric song in a way too that's my thing i remember when i first saw what he was doing like as his rollout started (laughs) you messaged messaged me about it what the fuck do you think about this weird christian shit he's doing all of a sudden i was like he's just trying to piss people off again which is his mo you know yeah. but like which is why it's really weird to me that he then apologized where he's like i'm sorry to christians i'm sorry, I, I'm sorry christians. christians like that i'm sorry women thing but like i'm sorry christians <laughs> um but like i'm just kind of like why do you do, like you might have gotten some traction you know yeah old route 
Old Town Road took a bit to get some traction, yeah, but it was, got it. Oh my god, he's promoting that shit on Twitter for like months before it took off. That shit. Yeah, and then it took off, and like he had like a bunch of collabs and shit, and then he ran it into the fucking ground, which is fine. Like I'm get your back. There's king. like I think I looked on his page but, the other day. There's like five remixes of that song or some shit. There's like a BTS one. Yeah, there's, a BTS there's like there's a Young Thug all, remix. There's a Billy yeah. Ray Cyrus remix. There's a uh, the um, Billy Ray Cyrus one was crazy though because he was actually in like the video yes. or whatever the fuck and i was like what is this man doing here Cyrus get him said, out of my at? sight he's like i can see this coming from a mile away i don't he hate said, black people let's get it <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate black people and i love money let's get this he said money's going. not colored let's go <laughs> literally <laughs> Mon- oh, no racism there using the song until he thought better about it I, yeah he was like, I, oh, maybe don't do that I, um yeah he didn't think better his agent did <laughs> Exactly. Just right. like, they, don't do that. The, the, um, like, ten other people in the studio were like, no, oh, don't do that. Dual one. <laughs> yes, yeah, we do have some berserk to talk about today. I'm, I'm yes. just into it. I think you do the you do the recap this time. Wait, no, I do the recap this time. You do recap um, this time. Yes, I did recap and last the pages. Time. Um, there's significantly more demon babies in this um, episode. Uh, you oh, guys Christ. like demon babies? Because this is not the last time we will see demon babies. Nope. We've seen him before, technically, y'all. Um, te- technically. technically, you've seen him before. Um, eons ago, when we literally started eons. this podcast. Years and God. years ago. <laughs> back, back when I was in my youth, we saw this fucking little creature before. This little, this little fucking guy, yeah. This guy. He's there. No, but um, right, we'll me... go ahead and jump oh, into the on. recap. Um, I'll keep it on the front page of what we're doing today, but long story short, <laughs> the eclipse, um, it ended. It's, it's over, um, and it was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're, we're uh, like maybe a day or two after it, uh, Guts wakes up from a coma that he's been in, probably a pretty short one. He doesn't know what's going on. He knows his arm and eye are, m- are missing, but doesn't really spend too much time on it. He tries to see what's going on with Casca, and Casca's not really fucking with him, and he doesn't really know how to feel about it. So he runs, and he runs, and he runs. <laughs> um, in Man's between running. all of this, he realizes that he's back where he was training with Godo, the um, blacksmith, um, and his daughter, um, or the girl he's taking care of, rather. I forgot what her name is. Totally forgot what her name is. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I oh, I had it. No, I had it until I like went to say it, and then I was like, ah. Yeah, no, she she, she is here, though. Um, and the then hell? also oh, Rickert, my God. who is picked up along the way. Uh, Erica, that's her name. Erica, yes. I wanted to say Elise, and I was like, "That's not right." Elise, that's, different, that's wrong common, name. Common anime manga name. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Um, but yeah, they uh, they were taking care of him and Casca because assuming assuming that uh, that's where the Skull Knight led them. Um, anyway, he ran off, basically started having like flashbacks, of everything that happened, until the Skull Knight approached him and was like. Be not afraid, but also take this sword because shit's about to go down because um, <laughs> he has the curse mark now and that means demons will attack him. Um, anyway, he doesn't really have time to process this because after the demons stop, start leaving him alone, they go after Casca because she's the next available target because she too has a curse mark from the eclipse. And um, Guts, because he's very smart, he tries to carjack, um, I'm sorry, horsejack the Skull Knight and um is like hey give me your give me your horse now and skull is like shut up and just grabs him and throws him on the back of the horse instead and that's where we left off so now they're racing to go save casca who is 
um, we're assuming is under attack at the moment. Um, he left her back at the house, but that was hours ago because one thing I got, forgot to leave out is that when Guts ran away, he was running for literally hours. We don't know how long he was gone. So, um, yeah, it's nighttime now. He is now on the back of Skull Knight's um, horse with extra diesel, and um, they're going to go help out <laughs> help out Casca. Um, this is chapter 92 as well for our folks using the Read Berserk website. So, Which is working again, thank God. Yes, yes, exactly. Thank thank God. Actually, I need to open up my notes real quick. But while I'm doing that, we, we start out with Guts and Skull Knight. You know, Guts is actually, this is like one of my favorite Guts panels because he looks kind of funny, like sitting there on the back of his horse. He's kind of <laughs> like, like, you can tell he's just not, he's just, he's focused on one thing and it's just like getting the Costco, right? Oh my God, what happened to my page? Um, you just yeah. see him like peeking. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> hmm. Yeah, here he is. He's just he's just he's just peeking. He's trying to figure out what's going on. But yeah, um they're on their way to go get Casca, who was attacked um by not even assuming, we know for a fact she was attacked by demons, right? So Guts is shocked by how fast this horse is going. He's like, Holy shit, man, this is really fast. Um, fucking crazy. No, yeah. So he's like, So what do you mean this makes twice you carried me? Because this is something Skull Knight said to him before the end of the last chapter. He's like, This will make twice that I've carried you. And he's like, What does that mean? And Skull Knight's like, I'm, I'm I'm the one that saved you from the eclipse because, you know, you got your eyeball stabbed out, stabbed and you passed out. Yeah, I'm, I'm the one who did that. So um, Guts is like, Wait, what do you mean you did that? And he's like, Don't worry. It was, it was incidental. Um, but he's like, I didn't want to. Too, it just so. happened. <laughs> like, I, this is gonna make sense to like five people, but it's like there's this character in Aqua Teen Hunger Force who's like this like chicken oh from the future or something. Every time he talks, he like waves his hand and like smoke like a smoke like machine goes off. So every time I listen to Skull Knight, that's what I hear is him being like, "Be not afraid. Don't don't thank me. It was incidental." Like, so that's <laughs> that's that's what I'm working with here. So holy shit, he's like, "Listen, this is incidental. This is also incidental. That's why I'm taking you there. I happen to be here." So I have to interview. Basically saying like I'm here, so I have to interfere. Like that's that's kind of how it's going, right? So um, he's like, "I'm a foe of the Inhumans." That's all I'll say for now, right? He's like, "There's more to talk mm-hmm. about. There's more to explain." Now's not the time. We gotta go save Casca, right? He's like, "Listen, I, I don't, I don't want you to to think about this too hard." But Guts doesn't listen. He's trying to ask more questions. Yeah, he's of like, course, yeah. it's Guts. Why'd you bring us to the mountains? I've never told anybody about this place, you know, because he's been here before. He's trained with Godo. When he left the band of the hawk and you know skull knight's like well kind of thinks about it for a second he's like i i brought you to the safest place uh other than that like the place closest to that otherworldly gate he's like so formerly elves lived in those mountains even though the elves have left the earth's energy is strong so it was the most suitable place to hide from the darkness it this kind of goes back to what uh erica accidentally called it an orc cave earlier when it's yeah. an orc cave so there might be some truth to that anyway um uh, the Skull Knight's like, listen, I didn't even know you knew anybody here. I just knew it'd be safe here, safe from the demons here. And, you know, um, Guts is like, yeah, Godo did mention the whole elf thing a long time ago. So that makes sense. He kind of thinks that to himself. And, you know, Skull Knight continues. He's like, but it wasn't just me. Like, it wasn't just me that saved your life. He's like, your friend had some elf dust stuff that is medicine of the highest quality. Um... I it's not really hard, easy to come by um, elves 
don't really reveal themselves to humans. So I'm not sure how he got it, but maybe you have some ties to elves. So maybe it's helping. So like, you know, he's like the elf mountain, the elf medicine. It's some divine shit. I don't know. He's like, I, I didn't do this on purpose. I just want you to know what's going on. Um, by the way, the elf dust came from Puck um, when he met up with Rickert um, for like a brief moment. We didn't even, I think we got to see his face for like half a second. We, I think we got confirmation it was Puck, but yeah, it was. Yeah, he was like, what the fuck's happening there? And then he kind of flew off. Yeah, he was like, oh, look, it's a cameo of a main character. <laughs> He'll be back. <laughs> so, you know, he's he's kind of trying to tell him, like, listen. I know that this all sounds like bullshit, but it's destiny. I know you don't want to hear it, but I feel like this is destiny, the elf stuff. You have some connection to elves, right? And Gus is like, yeah. And he, he's like, yeah, he's right. I don't want to hear that bullshit right now. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you're, you're, like, you're right. Yeah, like, don't, stuff don't is, say that to me. <laughs> stop saying destiny shit, right? Like, he got pissed about that last episode, right? He's like, so, but if we're supposed to hide ourselves, why is Casca outside of the cave? And it's like, listen, she might have left. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what she does, dude. I don't know what you want me to do. He's like, if she doesn't want the evil spirits to approach, she shouldn't leave. So if she left, that's not my fault. So that's, all the better for the sunlight. But once the sun sets or if she walks to a dark forest, the dead will gather around her. So specifically darkness brings on, you know, the demons. So Guts is kind of putting two and two together. He's like, so does that mean she has to stay inside like all the time? That's not good. And you know, before he gets really processed, this they see Casca standing on a cliff nearby. Um, and obviously something is wrong, which you know the Skull Knight makes her to call out. But she's got a lot of these spirits flying around her. She still has that like you know like dazed look on her face um, that she had when she was bathing in the waterfall last chapter. But um, you know. Guts doesn't wait at all, even though the, the Skull Knight tries to tell him to. And he's like, I got to go check on what's going on. But Skull Knight's like, wait, the evil spirits aren't hurting her. Like, they're not touching her. There's a lot around her, but they're not touching her. I don't know why. So maybe you shouldn't go. And Guts is like, fuck it. I don't care. Let's just go ahead and go help her. Like, I don't know what's going on. So he goes to grab Casca. And Casca's like, kind of looking at him like still days but then she kind of puts like a look of like pain on her face right and she starts like gripping her abdomen and like you know sinking to the ground and guts doesn't know what's happening he's like casca are you okay like what's wrong like are, are you okay like she's like doubled over in pain like she's like like groaning like squeezing his arms and stuff like that and he's like what's happening we get a weird uh shot of her ass wiggling i guess i don't know why <laughs> why he threw that one in there thanks moment <laughs> Um, she's in so much pain. She's like scratching guts, like digging her, her like nails in the uh, guts, shoulder, right? Like this hurts a lot, but you know, as this is happening, some blood drops from between her legs and then something else drops from between her legs. Right. It looks to be like just this splotch or like this eyeball or something. Right. We don't really see what it is, but she gave birth to it. Right. And we see like, this is a very clear shot. Sorry, YouTube. This is a very clear shot of her, you know, squatting over it with, you know, the thing in between her legs, like all covered in blood and everything. Guts is just kind of standing there like, huh? Like he, he backs up and kind of like, you know, backs off of her a little bit and he looks in the grass and it looks to be like a, like an, like almost like an embryo ish, like fetus type of thing. Right. And it's got his eyes closed, but then it whips one of its eyes open. and looks the guts directly in the eye. Right. He, he does, I think, which would be anything's natural reaction. 
um, and says, a demon, and Barefoot just tries to stomp it out, right? Before he can reach it, though, um, Casca squats, like, kind of, like, goes into fetal position over it and protects it with her head and screams, right? She's like, you know, like, don't, please don't. And, you know, Guts luckily stops his foot, like, right before he steps on her. And he's like, Casca, get out of the fucking way. What are you doing? Like, I got to kill that <laughs> what thing. What the fuck is happening? And, you know, she's squatting over it. Like, she can't talk, right? We've talked about this last episode. She can't speak anymore. So she's just, like, screaming, like, you know, basically telling him to get away. And Skull Knight pops back up, right? He's like, all right, asshole, since you let me catch up. He's like, listen, it's her child. And Guts, you know, kind of looks behind him, and he's like, what? And Skull Knight is like, the girl, she she was pregnant. Um, that shapeless fetus, which was only just conceived, um, which was possessed by, e- was possessed by evil, po- probably due to her sexual relations with the God Hand, her rape by That's Griffith. a way to put it. That's a way to put it, Skull, Skull Knight. Knight. Um, th- thanks, dude. Um, so he said, and so it has taken on the nature of a demon. And for people who didn't catch that, yes, um, Costco was pregnant with Guts's kid. Um, and then after, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. After Griffith slash Femto raped her, it corrupted the child and turned into a cursed demon. We <laughs> once again, yeah. and I think we both said this. This is the moment we were talking about. I get people wanting to quit at the eclipse. I would more so understand people wanting to quit at this point. I feel like this is when it gets kind of like, oh, that's mm. okay. Yeah. So, you know, Guts takes a minute and he's like, wait, that means like he's putting two and two together. Once again, he's learning that that's his kid. And Skull Knight's kind of be a matter of fact, right? He's like, listen, it would be best to kill it. That's not a human. Like someday it will, it, it'll, it'll come back to bite you. Like you don't need him to be alive. I suggest you kill it. And, you know, Guts is once again is re- is realizing, like, that's probably my fucking kid. He's like, wait on, hold a minute. He's like, hold on a second. Shut up. Like, wait, wait. Give me, like, five minutes. And he doesn't have five minutes because um, this thing is rapidly growing. Casca's <laughs> um, picked it up at this point, right? And she's kind of, like, sitting on the ground with it. And it's suckling on her curse mark, which is... Um, an image it's, it's it's something right and she's letting it like it's not like this is like things like attacking her right like she's like it's like, like she's nursing it, it almost yeah um and it, it, yeah and once again it's grown like five times the size it was when it dropped out right because it was like that big before yeah, it, was like, it was like the size of a peanut before and now it's like you know the size of like a, a freshly born baby so he is realizing what's going on he sees it sucking on her curse mark and, and guts kind of goes like all right fuck this <laughs> and he grabs the the fetus right the demon the, the cursed child and you know casca is like wait no like my baby like she doesn't actually say this but she starts screaming like please like don't hurt it right and the fetus is kind of flopping around in his hands right and he's thinking to himself he's like like no like this is not this is not okay and you know while he's doing this casca grabs his arm again and is like trying to wrestle the fetus like out of his hand she's like biting him and everything she's like let go and he's like this is a demon like this is one of the guys who killed our friends like kind of like thinking it while he like thinking it to Casca, right he's like you gotta stop and but like you know he's like thinking no 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 but she's like biting like she's like let go of my fucking baby right like i want him to suck the blood out of me like a little vampire um but as all this is happening um dawn breaks right so it's 
it's like, you know, morning time. So the sun comes over the mountains. And with that, a lot of the demons vanish, right? But not just the demons floating around them. Demon baby himself, uh, or, you know, whatever the fuck it is. The demon baby itself disappears. Um, And Casca, you know, kind of screams in grief and anguish. You know, she's basically watched the baby disappear in front of her in Guts's hand, which isn't going to help their relationship. (laughs) And, you know, she's kind of just, like, left in, like, pain, right? Like, she's just screaming, like, kind of, like, like wanting it back right and Gus is trying to hold her and you know this is kind of funny so Skull Knight this whole time was also trying to figure out what was going on he's like oh so it's your kid it's your baby got it he's like oh she was pregnant and it was your baby oh he's like that's kind of fucked up he's like so um listen it disappeared but that doesn't mean it's done it's gone he's like it, it slipped into the like in-between world right which believe it or not we'll get an explanation for like way further in the future um, way like so far in yeah, the future like, like, damn you like 50 like pay- you don't 50 even chapters. fucking know like <laughs> in the future so um he he says you know he's like other evil spirits it's chased by the light so like you know the light gets gets them gone back to their realm but you know children yearn for their parents so they'll both be before you again because you know demons do that in their own way which is haunting as fuck so with that um, <laughs> you know, just just the way he likes to do it, it's kind of like um uh, uh Captain Tuxedo or whatever from Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my work here is son. Yes, guts like gets distracted by Rickert and Erica who are running up. Right, they both they both finally found Casca and guts. And as he turns around, he sees Skull Knight riding away. He's like, farewell. He's like, all right, we'll see each other whenever it's time for us to see each other again. He's like, you know, if if, dis- if destiny dictates it, I'll see you. And if you mean to pursue the, in- pursue the inhumans, follow the guidance of that brand. It reacts strongly to evil. So, once again, this is who he learned what the curse mark does, right? This is basically how he learned how to go after the accolades. He's like, listen, it, it resonates very strongly with evil. So, if you hear that thing, like, pulsing, you're probably a nix of some evil shit. Yeah. He's like, but listen... The path ahead of you is not a good one. He's like, your path, yours is a path, black. Your yours is a black path through the night. When you confront those who lurk in the darkness, you also envelop it in it yourself. Good journey, struggler. And all of these things are very important because kind of sets the tone for guts's whole Everything. journey. Yeah. So yeah. that's the end of Demon Infant, which is technically the first um, chapter of the paperback volume. But yeah, mm-hmm. now we've kind of wrapped up that whole post-eclipse thing and now we get into real post-eclipse stuff so um, I'll, let, I'll let Cal take it away but now we're about to get into big swords and shit finally so yeah, yeah. many big swords huge swords even Slash. Slash. so we got through that I didn't have to do a horrible demon baby thing <laughs> glad to do it because God is so weird to talk about it, we'll talk about uh, it more but damn yeah Ugh. I have a lot of like thoughts about that but we'll get to that um for now we're gonna look at the sick sword that guts has that he doesn't have yet but he will have it it's almost Um, there we're almost there (laughs) he's like finally coming into the iteration that everyone knows guts as so there's that um but this chapter is called armament um forecasting yeah foreshadowing whatever you call it 
both of them. Anyways, um, by the way, I finally read the summary for last time, and you're like, how many times can Cal say fuck in the summary? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, <laughs> probably more this time. I, I genuinely <laughs> thought it was funny, so don't worry no, about it's, it. <laughs> no, it was funny. I was just like, God, I do use that as a verbal pause, like, all the fucking time. <laughs> it's easy. It's such a fun word, too. I, it is. Yeah. And also, like, in Arabic, you have, like, an actual word to use as a verbal pause that's, like, understood as one yeah. in like any context and you don't have that in English so I think fuck has just kind of filled that void for me Fair. anyways it's not a good substitute but it's there <laughs> anyways so getting into the chapter uh, there's these farmers we don't know who these guys are they don't matter <laughs> too much um, we, yeah. they're not like secret <laughs> from the past or our new party or anything for the first time but in they're, forever <laughs> yeah but they're going down the road and they're like little buggy and then there's like they see something in the road and they're like whoa what the what the hell and they like veer it to the side and almost hit this like guy who's just like crouched in a puddle a in the middle of the road yeah just a little guy and one of them approaches him and he's like, hey, man, are you like good? And the guy just like kind of like <laughs> sniffs the ground and then crawls away. And the guy's just left there being like, what the hell was that? Like, what is that? And the other guy's like, don't don't get involved. Just get back in the fucking cart. Yeah, I like how let's, these guys let's get the fuck out like, of here. Obviously, like just like farmers or some shit. Like, yeah, just, they're like, just like they're just minding their own fucking business. And he's like, what is that? And he's like, do not get involved with that. I don't know what that is. But like, there's bad omens and shit. The sun went away. Like, we're not even going to we're not even going to touch on that. <laughs> and so the the little guy, he's crawling He's still crawling, and he's uh, thinking to himself about sacrifices. And we're like, oh, it's a demon. Yeah. He's a demon, in it case is. that wasn't obvious. Honestly, once again, Mira depicting uh, disability as, you know, an evil thing. But we'll get yeah. there. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. <laughs> I have a point of saying that. Because <laughs> he likes to do this a lot, I've noticed, and I don't like it, and I want to talk about it. Um, Big trope. Huge trope. But it's a different angle to it though anyways um but we get back to godo's like blacksmithery and he's working real hard on making a sword and erica's being really sneaky um <laughs> manages to get the keys <laughs> to something we don't know what yet and she she gets them and she hauls record away and she's like shut up don't don't protest <laughs> we're gonna go check something <laughs> out um and Rickard's like, should we be here? Should we be doing this? And she opens up this door in one of my favorite panels of all time of Erica, where she's like, look at this shit. <laughs> <Ta -da. laughs> look at this she's shit. Like, let me finesse this old man. He don't know how much <laughs> shit I'd be stealing. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's so much shit in here. And she's like, and honestly, she just wants to show off her dad's stuff. She's like, my dad is so good. He Literally. is so famous in town. And he used to make all this shit for the local lord. And he made, like, bows and arrows and cannons and horseshoes. And Rickard's picking stuff up in the meantime. And he's like, what's this? Oh, what's this? You know, like, he's just kind of, like, yeah. going from thing to thing. Like, oh, there's this, there's this thing. Ooh. But, you know, Erica's still going. She's like, he was a genius and he could make anything that was asked of him. And then Rickert kind of notices something and he's like, 
oh, what's this? And Erica's like, oh, that? And like casually, she's like, that's the dragon slayer. <laughs> and Rickard's like, oh, and this is a sword that's like literally taller than Rickard, like by yeah. a foot. Like it is a huge ass yeah, sword. It's a big ass um, sword. And he's like, dragon slayer. And Godot has appeared by this point. And Erica's like, uh, whoops. <laughs> um, but he's like, the king sent out a proclamation like a long time ago. And he wanted someone to bring him a sword that could kill a dragon. So, you know, the lord that I worked for, he put me on the job. And at the time, I was sick of, like, doing work from nobles and making shit elegant and refined or whatever. Because um, swords are just butcher knives. And they're meant for killing people. <laughs> and he's like, so so I made it. I made a sword that could butcher a dragon. And and Rickard's like, and then? And he's like, and then I got ran out of fucking town. <laughs> so, <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> the face he makes. He's like, what the fuck yeah. do you think I'm? Why do you think I'm out here? <laughs> Duh. Like, <laughs> Nah, he's like, because, imagine, up. <laughs> imagine you commission somebody to make a sword. You're like, listen, I just, I want it to be real nice. Here's like a hundred thousand dollars. He goes, yeah, make me a dragon sword. And he's like, got here. it. And then he brings you back a surfboard. Made it's of it's iron. a hunk of metal with like, I guess you a can hill. call that an edge. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it just kills me. However, it's like, well, what happened? And he's like, I. I got hung out to dry. Like, I got fucked over, and then I left. So he's like, and then I ran away, and I've just lived here. He's like, I ooh, I was young back then. Like, big things, things that could kill, that's, like, all I really gave a shit about. But even if anyone could, like, handle this, it'd just be a hindrance. And he's like, I don't like losing track of, like, the essence of a tool. But that's what I did here, so I keep it as, like, a reminder. Which is, like, a very old man thing, right? Like, you keep something to be, like... That's why I don't do that anymore, because <laughs> I will forget otherwise. Um, and Rickard's like, well, can it kill one? <laughs> like, could it kill a dragon? And Godot's kind of like, mm. And Erica's like riveted. She's like, whoa, could it kill a dragon? And he's like, well, if there were any. And Rickard's like, not sure how to take that, but he's like, but Godo I continue. mean, I've seen worse, but okay. He's like, I've seen something like, that kind of resembled a dragon, right? He's like, I know something that it could kill. Um, but Godo goes on and he's like, Yeah, this isn't even really like a sword, it's just like a fucking slab of iron you can't even lift. It's for killing dragons and shit that isn't even real. Like, it's its purpose is like as fake as the sword itself, so. But your friend looks like he's about to fight a dragon. And he seems to want to fight even after losing, like, his hand and his eye. So he's not really up to the job right now, is he? And I'm just like, ah. <laughs> but he's he's like, dragons are dragons because humans can't beat them. Which is like, <laughs> I guess it would just be a lizard otherwise. Yeah, you know? I, I guess but so. It's a big it's ass like, I guess, I guess you have a point grumpy old man but guts is at his training waterfall once again um he's thinking about like the cave and thinking about everything and then there's like a shape in the water and he slashes out i, I think, think oh wait he's trying him, to see the vision yeah this is him right, realizing right. he can't see i just realized that eyes. yeah yeah <laughs> 
I just realized that, hey, it's that thing we talked about. He's having yes, to adjust finally, a little bit. Finally. At least we got a panel of it. Yeah, like, we I didn't really get much actually. else. Yeah, me too. Because it doesn't matter the rest yeah, of the time. Not really. Uh, <laughs> no. Anyways, Guts is learning how to use his one eyeball and how to gauge distance with it, which is important and something we talked about last time. Um, but he's using it by, like, trying to hunt fish in the water with his sword, which is a very guts ism thing to do yeah his perfect um, cut through the through yeah the fish amazing fucking sashimi moment but he's like it's a good sword <laughs> it's a pretty sick sword but um you know he's he's pretty satisfied with his progress with it i guess so it's the still, next it's panel big ass sword right like it's not as big as the yeah. slayer but this is still like the sword he was using before shit went down before he's still yeah like it with he's one arm <laughs> yeah because he's having to learn how to only use one arm and having to learn how to, like, only use one eye for, like, two pages. So <laughs> I guess I guess we got the bare minimum. Um, but, you know, he feels like it's good. And we cut to him talking with Rickert. And he's like, so are you leaving tomorrow? And Gus's like, yeah. He's like, thanks for, like, your help and everything. Uh, but Rickert's like, you don't have to go. Like, you you don't have to. And we kind of cut to his internal thoughts. And he's like, Guts won't tell me anything. But, like, I get that the band of the hawk is, like, not around anymore. Like, I, I'm i not stupid. I understand that much. Yeah. Um, he, he knows that everybody's gone. He didn't see it. Yeah. He knows. Rickard's, like, a kid at this yeah. point still. But he's not stupid, which is why he was part of the band of the hawk. You yeah, know? Right. Like, he's, like, he's, he's no a pretty definitely. sharp kid. Um, But, you know, he... They're doing something that seems very routine at this point where he locks Guts down in the cave and he's like talking to himself and he's like a key. So Casca can't go outside. And he's like, she's like a prisoner down there, which is what they had talked about before where Guts was like, oh, she yeah. like can't leave like ever. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Cause um, it's like it's like the whole she can't help herself thing. Right. Yeah. Like because she doesn't know better too. like she doesn't yeah. understand the purpose of her staying in the cave yeah so it's just like she's trapped which sucks um, it's really like old school shit they used to do to dis the disabled children in the family like okay we're gonna lock them oh in the yeah like they're in the attic now this is like the disabled room yeah. or whatever yeah up. aka like what every horror movie premise is like built off of where it's like this house is haunted oh it was their wheelchair child no, uh, no. oh he somehow got possessed I guess. child he's, look he's he, disabled <laughs> he was actually evil all along and they should have locked him away sorry I have, kill him <laughs> yeah no. I, I have beef with that <laughs> we've talked about that before yeah, no, that, but no, anyways Casca <laughs> doesn't know why so she's pissed as fuck and she also hates guts for like disappearing her baby in her like <laughs> you know from her point of view. So she's Where'd like, my "Baby, go! <laughs> Where'd you fucking put my baby?" So you know it's routine. He puts the food on the table and he's like talking to her like normal. And he's like, "I bet you're hungry." Like Erica really put together something good today, and he puts it down, and she's like immediately excited and then she starts like tearing she into the scarfing food. that shit down yeah she's still kind of <laughs> glaring at guts the whole time while she's like double fisting the food um, I, but... I hate to do this because they already do it to her but it's literally like mm -hmm. when you see a stray dog outside and you're yeah. feeding him but he's still really wary of you like he's like or like a cat where they're like hissing at you while they like eat the treat yes, or whatever ex exactly yeah yeah, it's that kind of vibe, which is what he was going for. Um, 
So he did it. <laughs> Good job, Mira. But um, Guts is like, oh, it's better than a month ago. She would run away just because I was in here. Um, and she's having a hard time with her soup because she doesn't know how to use a spoon. <laughs> um, and she spilled it all over herself and it's really hot. And she's like, ah, fuck. And Guts is like, you know, he what reacts. What you doing, idiot? Yeah, like he's being very guts about it, but also like I imagine he's very frustrated at this point, still just with everything because yeah. he hasn't processed anything because he's guts. Um, so you know, he's like yelling at her, and he's like, "You gotta like take this shit off," and like she's fighting him, and then her clothes get torn off, and she's like laying there. And he sees her boobs, which is like, I don't know. He It's been a while. Um, this I, doesn't justify it. I, I want to make it clear. I will but say the way he drew this panel was good because she's obviously mm. not trying to be like, no, like that. It's not. It's, a good, it's good juxtaposition. Yeah it's, yeah. it's good juxtaposition until it's guts, just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just guts having a moment where he's like, God, fuck. Like I do still really like Casca in that way and he starts to move towards her because he's not really like thinking um but she like shoves him away and then runs to the other side <laughs> and runs to the bars and starts like screaming for help and it's just like demoralizing yeah <laughs> and hurtful part sad yeah this shit sucks it made me sad like what guts did was not right obviously but also it's like he lost his partner he and he's know. having to look at his partner you he know, doesn't know like, how to handle this like he, he no, really I don't, doesn't i wouldn't know how to handle this you know like it's a very it's one of those situations where it's like what the fuck do you even do like you could stay and help her but she hates you and you still like have all these memories that she doesn't even have of you yeah. anymore. Like she doesn't like, know just, who you are anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like just point blank period. It's just. Yeah. Not even like metaphorically. Sh- she doesn't know. Like yeah. she literally does not know who you are anymore. Yeah. Like amnesia, like fully regressed, doesn't know who you are anymore. So like, it's also kind of solidifying. Like this is why he's leaving, you know? Um, but you know, he straps all his armor on and Rickard's kind of helping him suit up because he only has one arm. And they're talking about stuff. He has some new gear and Rickard's like, oh, you can use knives? And he's like, yeah, I had Judo teach me like forever ago. I don't really like him, but like, I I think it might be something Meanwhile, I Meanwhile, this motherfucker ends up being one of the most fire knife throwers. <laughs> like, I if, know. If, you, if y'all he's remember like, oh, Judo taught me a little seen, bit. Yeah, if y'all remember what we've seen so far, he's already really good at throwing knives. So this part yeah. always killed me. That was like their explanation is, yeah, he Judo taught me at one point. <laughs> yeah, which is really funny. Um, but also, like, even if Judo taught you the basics, you would know the basics by the end of it. So yes. it's kind of like he had at least a solid foundation to work off of. Yeah. But, you know, he's in his gear that we are very familiar with at this point. Um, if you have seen any, like, modern berserk imagery. Um, and Erica's like, why are your clothes all black? Why is everything black? <laughs> and, he's like, and he's like, well, I'll be fighting in a lot of dark places because they are in darkness. And it's like, berserk okay. moment, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rickard's kind of like, all right, man. Um but then he's like, hey, Guts, give me your arm. And Erica, like, perks up. She's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> about this. Um, and Guts is like, what? And Rickard's like, just trust me. And he straps on uh, Guts's super cool arm. 
Uh, and gets like, oh, an artificial arm. That's groovy. And I'm like, how do you know that word, first of all, second of all? <laughs> 70s <laughs> guts. Of, I, I know. Also, like, I know we're going to talk about this later. Boy, he mm-hmm. just takes to this thing like a fish in water. He just starts moving no, the bitch. No, literally. He, he knows everything He's about like, it. Oh, this is great. Look at this shit. Like, I, <laughs> but, I don't um, need like a whole tutorial or anything, but he really does no. just put it on. And it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. But um, Rickard's like, I made it from stuff in Master Goto's storehouse, and it's, like, magnetized, so you can grip, grip a sword, too. And I'm like, that is a hell of a fucking magnet in that yeah. arm. Like, why do we not see that sticking to everything? Because what the hell? Um, when you we'll, have to add we'll logic get... to your protagonist. I know. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not I'm, I'm pretending this is not happening. But Erica's like... I helped too. Like, I also did the, like, she's a kid, you know, but Rickard's like, yeah, little reason why it's groovy. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> and he's like, you should point it at the, like, you should aim for that rock and, like, point your hand at it. And Erica's, like, teeheeing over in the corner, <laughs> being all cute. She's very excited about it. And he's like, instructing he's like okay now like pull the metal on this side and then right as like guts is about to pull the metal uh goto pops out in the doorway and he's like what are y'all doing <laughs> <laughs> and then like both ricker and eric are like screaming they're like ah don't do that and gets like yeah i'm about to leave and he's like moved like you know unaimed what we know is the cannon hand but yeah they're like freaking out. They're like, oh, thank fucking God. We did not kill <laughs> the old man who is sheltering us. Um, but, you know, he, he looks he's looking at everything and he's like, good grief. Y'all went through my whole fucking stock and took whatever the hell you wanted. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, this Ooh, is why mercenaries are bastards. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, he's like, mercenaries aren't better than thieves. And gets like, I owe you like a lot, like very sincerely. And God was like. I'll just make him work it all off. And Rickard's like, what? Uh-huh. And Erica's like, yeah. He's Rickard's gonna be working with me. Forever. Child labor. Erica's like, we're in the forge now. But um <laughs> But Godo has a neat sword and he's like, here's like my farewell gift to you. Like, I don't know where you're going, but you're not gonna get very far without a sword. I just made it, and it's like not my best work, but it's like a good. It's, it's pretty, a good it's pretty sword. Good. It's like uncommon like, quality, you know. Yeah, like if you're careful, like it shouldn't nick ever. And guts tests it on another sword and like cleaves it in half, and also cleaves off like part of the anvil too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just noticed that like flying up over there, and I was like, oh yeah. And guts is like. Goto's like pretty good, right? And Gus is like, yeah, it's a yeah, good sword. It's, good, it's, it's good. a pretty, pretty sick sword. Um, uh, but oh, our foreshadowing creature. I bet you forgot about him with all the hijinks that were going on. Oh. Um, oh, but Guts, uh, his mark like starts bleeding, and he's like, "God, what the fuck?" Um, but he knows what it means now, so he like whips around, and he's like, "What the hell?" Um, and in the doorway, there's this guy standing there, and he's like, I found you. And Guts is just kind of looking at him, and he's like, oh, Jesus. And the guy's like, mm, leftovers. That kind of sucks. <laughs> 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 Not good. Um, and Goda's like, who the fuck are you? And Guts is like, no, that's this is this is my guest. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is for me. And the guy's like, I followed the son of evil 
my nose is really good. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, very scary of you, man. My, and I love how this guy is like just straight up. He's straight up, you know, just demon. Like he just has a demon face. Like his eyes. Yeah. Every, like there, there's nothing about him. It's like, oh, what's gonna come out? He's obviously evil. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is it? Oh, it's like every other demon we've seen so far. Um, next chapter, but Costco's mark is also bleeding. She doesn't know what is going on though. She, she's just like screaming, which would be me also if I didn't right. know what was going on and I just spontaneously started like hurting and bleeding sometimes. Um, hers is also in a spot that has to hurt like a lot too. Like yeah. that's like a tender area. It's like right on her tit almost. So that's that's very very soft tissue. Yeah, um, no, it looks like it fucking hurts. Yeah. But uh, this chapter is called He Who Hunts Dragons. And we get like a huge monster ass. At least <laughs> Mira gives the quality. Monster ass. That's what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. When I was reading this earlier, just to like refresh myself, I was like, damn, why did he cake up his monsters so much? That's crazy. No, yeah, that thing is thick. Uh, yeah, look, yeah, look no, at that thing him. got the cheeks. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm wearing the fucking like uh, yoga pants or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, he's transforming into this bigger monster and he's like chanting sacrifice under his breath. And Goto's like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, that? oh, what the hell? He's like, <laughs> everybody in there is like, huh? <laughs> yeah, they're like, what What the fuck is that? And Guts is just like, this is my lucky day. You're the first one. And he's like <laughs> starting to slip into berserk mode already. And he's just like, I've seen this panel, I don't know how God many times. I God. think I've seen it like tattooed and shit too. Like this is a very iconic panel for yeah. Berserk, in my Ur- opinion. Urge to kill, blacking out yeah. any fear. <laughs> Black and then Oh my god, he he did the title he, of the he manga. Went berserk. Oh shit. <laughs> um but you know, he like goes for this guy, right? And like I don't think most people here other than like Rickert have really seen Guts fight no. ever. Um so they're about to be in for it, but he like crashes into this guy. He's slashing into him. He's like knocking him over. Oh, he's got two faces. I just realized that's weird. Yeah, he has like one in his stomach and then like a bigger one. Mira likes to do that with his monsters a lot. He's like, you can have two faces in weird spots. Um, but he knocks it over and he's kind of like, will this work? Like, am I doing okay with this? I don't know. He's like kind of trying to judge things a little even though he's berserking um but <laughs> goto's like freaked the fuck out he's like what in damnation is that thing uh and gets is like it's wild game <laughs> what, damnation <laughs> yeah it's it's my first hunt like it's my <laughs> first in my hunt <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> he's like thriving in it um, yeah he's obviously like kind of phoning it in a little bit but he's trying yeah. to believe it <laughs> Yeah, he's like, yeah, um, but he, like, slices the thing's arm off, and he's like, yeah, I can kill it with this sword. He's like, I got it. Um, Erica's terrified, but Rickard's like, oh, wow, you know, like, he's getting to see Guts doing Guts again, um, but Goto's like, oh, this is bad, and Rickard's like, what? And Goto's <laughs> like, you know, I didn't think it would, like, chip or anything, like, even if he, like, plowed through, like, a thousand people. But I didn't make it for cutting, like, inhuman shit. Like, this was made for people, not for 
uh, whatever the fuck that is. And Guts is, you know, slicing, and then he realizes, like, oh, fuck, like, my sword's broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was really quick. Like, it kind of gives you an appreciation for his other swords also, where you're like, yeah. man, those were, like, fucking tanks. Um, yeah. So he, like, manages to, like, gut it, but he doesn't slice it fully. And the things, uh, guts are also tentacles, and they, like, <laughs> come out and, like, throw guts through a fucking wall. That just, that just seems unfair. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's that's not cool. That's not closer. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. Um, it's a really cool image, but, like, it's also kind of like, oh, man, oh, like, <laughs> that shouldn't happen. Um. But throws guts through the armory door and is like stalking after him. He's like, mmm, food. Um, and everyone else is like, ah, oh, fuck, shit. Guts is kind of like knocked silly a little bit, but he can see the monster coming and he's just like, all right, like, I've had enough of this shit. <laughs> he's like, I'm yeah. not gonna like, I'm not gonna eat it in a place like this. Like, why the fuck did I survive if I, I die here, you know? Right. Um, but. Rickert's calling. He's giving his little tutorial uh, mode moment. And he's like, use your like prosthetic and point it at the guy. Yeah. He's like shouting the same stuff he did at him before. But Guts is like, what? Okay. And the guy's like coming for him. He's like, I'm hungry. And it's scary. Um, but Guts does it, does the, does the cannon thing. And it like blows through the thing's head. And Goto's like, he has a cannon in the arm. And like, meanwhile, Rickard and Erica are just like, yeah, <laughs> like cheering him on. Uh, but Guts is like, what the? Okay. <laughs> he's like happy about it, but he's also just kind of yeah. like, what the hell is that? I don't, okay. I don't know if he's seen anything gun wise besides a cannon. So he's probably like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. He's like, how the hell did I do that? But, um, he like popped his shoulder out of joint because he wasn't expecting the recoil, which is at least realistic. But he's like, oh, fuck. OK, that was too much gunpowder um, for future reference. But the thing is still coming at him, even though it's been like split in half. But um, he sees the dragon slayer in the corner and it like recovers from getting shot in the face. And then it's like, oh, fuck. And then it gets like just slaughtered <laughs> there's no other word for it really yeah. we can't put that on youtube uh its eyes are popping out it's like cleaved clean down the middle and then guts like knocks it out of the fucking <laughs> out of the fucking building I yeah I, like... I, I don't know if it's like him kicking it or it's like the force of like him swinging it which i would also buy and they're all again his onlookers are just like what is even happening at this point, Bogong but... is one of the one of the FX. <laughs> yes, um, but Guts steps out and he swings the sword, and it's so fucking big that it takes out the archway of the door with it as it's like comes down to completely finish cutting it in half. And he's like, "Oh, this is kind of small. Hold on." He's like, "You held out on me, Goto. Like you had something." Real good in there. <laughs> and Goto's like, you can you can hold that? You can wield that? He's kind of like, no one's supposed to be able to hold that. Yeah, he's like, uh, I, he's like, that was almost like a shit post. How did you do that? He's like, yeah, he's like, 
He's like, I made that like in mistake, but like you're you're full of surprises. And he's shivering. He's like, I don't I don't know how to feel about that one. But Erica does. She's she's like tucked close to Ricker and she's like, Guts is kind of scary right now. Yeah. And Ricker looks up at him and you know, it's kind of how he sees Guts a lot, but scarier. So he's like, Yeah, (laughs) I get it, but we get that dragons are dragons because humans can't beat them line again. And it's like, so what is a man who beats dragons? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. It's very serious. Um, but yeah, he didn't make up that last know. part. That's, that's really in the comic. Yeah. Yeah. It's really in there. <laughs> sorry. I tried to keep a straight face for it, but I couldn't, but you know, guts finishes, cleans up and Rickard's like, you're not going to like say goodbye to Costco or anything. Guts is like, nah. And Rickard's like, hey, like, I think you should stay here. And Guts is kind of, like, listening. He pauses. And Rickard's like, I don't want to believe it. And, like, I don't want to admit it. But the Band of the Hawk is gone. And, like, I know it sounds harsh. But, like, instead of getting revenge for the people who are dead, like, I think you should be with Casca for now. Which is reasonable. Rickard is being reasonable and normal normal here. Yeah. Um... And Guts is like, it ain't over, though. Like, Band of the Hawk isn't gone. Not yet. We're still around. And Rick is just like, okay. And Guts is like, it's not over. So I need you to take care of Casca because she's our leader. And I'm the captain of the Raiders. So I'll, like, go out and do my shit, right? Let's pretend um, everything's normal. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, war or revenge, like... Maybe any reason was good enough. But one thing's for sure. Right now, there's some dismal rage inside me. And that's all there is supporting these two feet. And it's pushing me to walk onward. And then he walks out into the uh, nebulous void. Yeah, into the that's void. The end. Um, yeah. And that right. is the end of that chapter. Yeah, that's, um, the, that's the end of that. Slap, slap, slap. Right. So we've officially gone full circle back to where we... You took that time jump backwards. We're all the way back to right. I think the I think the last time we saw Guts was Femto showed up and was like, "I hate you, Guts," and then he disappeared. So yeah, he was so, like, "I'm gonna kill you," and then he doesn't actually kill him. So, so for perspective yeah. for next episode, this is this the part that we're reading next time is after all of that. This yeah, him after just, yeah. After him telling a little girl to kill herself, after like after he everything finds Puck. that occurs with yeah, yeah, after all this, after he's seen his fetus baby again several times, um, yeah, several times, and we're like, what the hell is that? And now we actually know what it is. Like, isn't it a hundred chapters later? Oh my god! It, like, ba- babies are scary to begin with. I know why he used that imagery, and I do want to talk about the fucking baby because, like, I think it's fucked up. And, like, I know that it's, like, you know, <laughs> Femto's, like, a demon or whatever, right? Like, he's King Demon. He is going to affect things, right? But I still think it's fucked up to be, like, yeah, rape ruined, like, even, like, her her baby that was in her yeah. that had, like, nothing to do with it. It it also, it also, like, kind of 
it makes you think like you know it's also kind of directed at guts still too right it's like yeah oh did femto know she was pregnant so that's why he did that or something like yeah. that like it makes me think that because i don't know if that's ever actually like directly addressed well that's another thing right it's like another thing that hurts guts i'm trying to remember it like kind of yeah. is but like isn't yeah. also i, I thought just... that part was weird yeah that part was I get Something. the purpose of it, and I think, like, it works with the story later because it's, like, yeah. extrapolated on a little bit more. But I think as it is, like, right here, I don't like it because there's a lot of implications with it that I don't feel like Mira thought about or really cared about. And, like, for me reading it as someone who's, like, you know, <laughs> been had to read about, learn about rape culture a lot growing up and all this other stuff... Um, it's just kind of like, oh, well, like, she's tainted by this. Like, everything in her is tainted by this. She's ruined by it. She's disabled by it. You know, like, all these other things. And it's just kind of like, that sucks, though. Yeah. It's just like a continuation of what we talked about last time, where it's just like, the shit sucks. Like, yeah. there's nothing okay about it. And, like, yeah. it just is another thing taking more agency away from her and, like, Ruining, like, her womanhood also, for, like, lack of a better term. Yeah, it, like, corrupted something that... Yeah, because honestly, like, like pure... I get it, we're in the fantasy world. What happened is th- what happened didn't make sense. So, <laughs> like, like physically, that does not make sense, right? It's just right. that it's another thing that, like you said, it hurts Costco more. I feel like what pisses me off is it's supposed to also hurt guts, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're kind of meant to see that, you know how hurt he is by it because he even changed his mind when he realized it was his baby yeah Um, once it like sunken and he was like oh shit that's mine that obviously Mm. fucked him up right like like he doesn't talk about it because it because he sees it a lot after this right he does see it because okay there's nothing that comes up right they said that the demons pop up in the darkness that Mm -hmm. does not just extend to nighttime that literally extends to Dark like any spaces. shadows, yeah, because yeah, he sees the baby in the middle of the day sometimes because there's like shadows in the alleys in the alley. yeah. and stuff, yeah, yeah, or like if he's sleeping or something and it's dark, he'll see the baby like in his dreams, right? Like, yeah. So it's I, I like I like what it does for mm-hmm. Guts's story, like in, like in the future, because now that we know that it's like oh, it's like a constant reminder, right? Right. And it to me, it's almost like a good reminder while he's left that he's left Costco behind as well, right? It's like right. Yeah, this baby's still reminding you. Also, you fucking left her back at the goddamn blacksmith's yeah. house, which this to that will come back. That will come back. Stuck in a cage, basically. For yeah, like to be stuck in a indefinitely. cage. Indefinitely. In the, in the, you know, basement, basically, to be fed whenever she can't talk. It's not she even the basement. It's, like, detached from this house. It's, like, a yeah. root cellar that's, like, completely separate from the house. Almost. He's leaving it's... her. And, and I get it. Like, the part of what... Like, the, the saddest panel, right? Like, the part that sucked the most is whenever, you know, she ran away from him and was screaming at the gates, and he kind of just, like, sits down and goes, like, oh, yeah. fuck. Like, he does, like, it's one of those things where, like, he's not mad at her. He just fucking no. hates everything right now. And, like, like you said, like, I don't know if we're supposed to expect, like, anybody to, like, just be, like, gung-ho about what happened, right? But, like, yeah, that was, no. I feel like that was a good moment to show, like, how difficult that was for both of them, because she can't yeah. do shit that she could do before she's not who he knew before mm-hmm. and she doesn't remember anything about him. He's trying his best, but at the same time, this is like a month later, right? I think he said, mm-hmm. and it's not getting any better from his perspective, right? Like they're not yeah. building a relationship. Like she does still doesn't trust him. She doesn't 
understand anything so it's just hard Mm -hmm. to get any sort of communication across which like i feel like that in itself is like that's interesting considering the cards we've been dealt right yeah like if we're just looking at the context of what we have and not like why it sucks as a whole like i think it's of course he's gonna be affected by it i think i would be madder if he wasn't because like who wouldn't be like i said earlier like i can't imagine if like that'd be lazy right my my partner like forgot me forgot everything we did together was terrified of me like i Mm. couldn't even touch her because she's scared shitless of me because i'm just like a weird reminder to her of things that she doesn't want to remember like her brain is actively rejecting like that's hard and (laughs) she cared more about the disappearing baby than she she did about you you yeah yeah And she didn't even, like, know the baby. It was just, like, she knew it instinctually, which is also kind of weird. She knew instinctually that it, like, came from her and that it was hers. And now she's, like, grieving this baby that, like, wasn't a baby. And you know it wasn't a baby, but she's not aware of that. And It is a demon, right? Like, Like, they probably should fucking kill that (laughs) that thing. Yeah, he should (laughs) have stepped on it, which was hilarious by the way like i know it wasn't yeah it's not me but it was, it was in the fun. moment it's not like it's him being like he sees it he's like what the fuck is that he's like, he just, says, like, <laughs> just like a reflex just like ah cockroach like he watched it fall out of her and he was still like nope <laughs> so just like yeah i don't know it's I mean, it kind of fell out of her like he fell out of his mom, like you were being real, so. You're not wrong. (laughs) Kind of fucked Uh, up. He was like, ha ha. You just kind of pick it up out of a puddle. (laughs) Yeah, he was just kind of lifted from a puddle of mud and gore. And gore, yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, yeah, that that Um, aspect was, I don't know. I I feel like it it, adds a whole other layer of, like, fucked up to the situation. mm -hmm. It's kind of all it does, right? That's more, like, traumatic, like layers yeah. to it because not only was she raped and basically had her mind erased but now her womb was basically like 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 you said woman violated kind of f- violated and fucked up yeah and on top of that I, like i don't know i can't get over this once again it's also framed as something bad for guts like that was your kid yeah. and it's like uh, it was her kid too yeah it was also her baby that she is grieving now um yeah I don't know. It's like if we're looking at this in the context of like people viewing women as like, you know, one of the important things about womanhood is having kids, you know, like it's fucked up in a lot of ways. Because first of all, it's a demon baby, but also she miscarried too. like it wasn't a full baby like she miscarried, which is really traumatizing for a lot of women. So it's a lot of it's another layer. Well, any woman like miscarriage is just really traumatizing yeah but um you know it's that on top of every other trauma that she's had and also just kind of another way of like it's like a like you said it's a weird power play thing too like it's all these things that affect her directly but like you said it's through the lens of like gut suffering for for it which i do like he's the kid's father that's also really sad and i imagine like not knowing that she even had like she was pregnant and then finding out that and then just mourning that thing that never happened you know that's also something that he would go through that i think a lot of fathers go through which is fine but it's just like it's sad on a lot of levels but yeah like you don't ever get to focus on like 
why it's so traumatizing to Casca, especially like the very misogynistic universe that Mira yeah. has created, you know? And, and that's the thing, and right? So, like, nothing is ever implied for Geth. It's kind of like explained all the way out. And for her, mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff is just kind of like, yep, she lost that baby. Doesn't that suck? Anyway, she couldn't speak anyway, so who cares? Like, it's one yeah, of those things she, where it's like... She doesn't know what's going on. And, and it sucks because he does other things that like she obviously is emoting, so we know what she's feeling, mm-hmm. right? Like, he doesn't make her like totally like nothing. Like, he tries to do stuff to make her like emotive. But at the same time, because of the way he made her, we don't get anything more. Full, just right. She doesn't get to a lot. She doesn't get to grieve fully. We don't know if like her anger is like still just at guts, or if she's like mad about the baby. We don't know like how she's taking everything that's happening. If it's just I I don't know. There's so many like unknown aspects, and I feel like he gets a little better at it later on, just because he doesn't fall into as many weird tropes he falls into different ones later on which we'll get to when we get to it but like it's Casca is just like a very difficult character and I think he's put her in an even more difficult spot which we've talked about before but I think it would be hard for anyone to like create a character when they've made her like a complete non like she doesn't have any agency at all so it's really hard to like recreate a character out of that yeah, it's especially when you do it to yourself, right? It, it, it's, yeah. it's she also does this thing. He does this less later on, but it's very like apparent in the first few times we see her. But it's like you know the whole his whole version of regressing is like she kind of acts like an animal, like a rabid animal. A yeah, time, or right? like a toddler the rest yeah. of the time. Like she bites a lot of things. She's like a toddler. She plays with things. We see that a lot more later. She has and, this, like, childlike sense of wonder yeah, about She gets stuff. lost because she's, like, wanting to, like, look at stuff. Like, that's kind of, like, where her character character's reduced to. So you don't get mm-hmm. a lot of those layers. It, it'd be like if this, I mean, like, yeah. Like, it's like we're working with the intelligence of the character. And if she doesn't have what she used yeah. to have or the memories of the character that she used to be, then we don't really know what she thinks. So that, so that part yeah. kind of stank because... Like I said, I think the concept of the whole baby thing is like that could have been really interesting, but because the whole Costco part is missing, and the fact that this isn't really mentioned a ton after this, no, um, it's not really mentioned. I think it's kind of just a big reveal for previous chapters read and future chapters because the baby keeps yeah. popping up, and I think it's like I, the whole sorry, purpose continue. the baby serves is like a reminder of the eclipse. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of its thing is like it's a constant reminder of what he lost. Like, right. To him, what he the biggest thing he lost, which it wasn't just the baby, but also Casca, right? Like, right. Yeah. I think it's like Slan or um, girl that I like who I cannot remember her name right now <laughs> for the fucking life of me. There, I feel like there's some woman character later on that kind of like points out why this was so fucked up for her. Also, if I remember correctly, but that might just maybe like wishing that on mm-hmm. the work itself i can't remember we'll see whenever we get to it but um i feel like there's something in a later arc about it where it's like yeah she lost her fucking baby dude like duh um yeah. but but yeah i i don't know there's there's so much with costco where it's like you you can't really like hate her as a character but like it's her character just lacks so much yeah all the time where it's frustrating to me because i'm like used to be it's not her fault (laughs) yeah Yeah, like come on well even then we talked about how like her agency was always taken away from her right like she it was never she was never allowed to defend herself she was never allowed to like 
fully be like a strong female character, quote unquote. Like it was like the parody of it almost where it's like, oh, she's a strong female character, but she still needs a man to help her every single time, especially when she's on her period, you know, like the whole thing. Um, And it's just like, I just feel like Mira really failed her. And I will say this every single time we talk about Cosmo's character because it's sad and it sucks, but yeah. Um, and like you say though it is like the consequence of what happened like it's like you know could Costco be like this yeah if things happen differently like then it wouldn't really be a berserk type of thing you have to take it yeah. for what it like this is what we're given it's <laughs> so, the context of the yeah. work and so it is what it is but yeah. I just I want more from it but I know that it's not going to give me that because I've read so many fucking chapters of this fucking <laughs> series um but but yeah i i've come to terms with it but it's still like when i revisit stuff like this i get kind of like cranky about it i guess i'm just like no nah. but um yeah. i don't know i like Casca's side i like all the like Rickert and erica interactions we get in this a lot yeah i love um, erica and Rickert, especially Rickert. She, like Rickert yeah. really tried to get him to stay like he did he he tried to get him to stay which, Rooker is the best character in Berserk. Um, he's awesome. he's he, great. he also has like an incredible moment later on. If you have read as far as I have, you know what it is. But like, I'm not going to spoil it for Cheval because I know he's not there yet. Um, but it's great. And I love <laughs> Rooker for that. And I love him for being like a reliable, consistent character that cares. Like, he never stops caring about things. And I really like that you know because like with guts like of course he despairs a lot i would too like yeah i i could not be record i could not <laughs> like have that kind of like hope all of the time so it's just it's nice having him being like well like we can still build something here you know like yeah w- they're gone but we're still here so we should work with that i think that's something to work towards and guts is like no i'm still gonna hang on in the past and record's like Okay. Yeah. So All right. that that ending part. I mean, that's the like, and that's what I like about Berserk. Because there's a lot of stuff in there, even if it's not intentional, right? Like, mm-hmm. so like you have like these three different perspectives on what's going on, and you have Goto too, his whole thing. But like, yeah. you have Casca who has no choice but to have the situation she's in. Like, she mm-hmm. can't go outside because the fucking demons will get her. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, she is not herself any longer. Um, right. You have Guts who has a choice and has been hurt, but instead of like choosing a different path he's gonna act like nothing changed and basically try to do a similar simulation of what he had before right like i'm the raider mm-hmm. captain and you'll take care of our captain because i'm gonna put this all back together even though and we know he doesn't really have a plan his plan is to follow his curse that's it yeah he has no other he's he, just like i'll figure it out he said it the best at the end he's going purely fueled off of anger and grief is basically yeah. all guts is doing at this point he's what did he say um dismal rage yeah dismal rage is inside of him Mm -hmm. and that's all that's there supporting these two feet he's just mad he's yeah his kid's gone his lover's gone everybody he knew is gone basically the only family he ever knew so the only one left is rickert who is telling him to give up on his rage and he's like i'm not going to do that um because i'm fucking mad which is a form of grief you know like just Mm -hmm. being that fucking pissed at everything and not being able to let that go yeah um clinging clinging on to things even though they're not even what they resembled in the first place you know you see that with everything from dead relationships to you know people dying Mm -hmm. to you know abusive relationships like it's just yeah 
Yeah. What I like about Berserk is it kind of takes like a Batman approach to it almost where like he is fucking pissed and he makes a lot of mistakes and he does like a lot of shit that we will see in this upcoming arc that I like a lot and I think shows like a lot of Guts's character in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, but like at the end of it all, like he does have to make a realistic choice where he's like, I can't be this angry all the time because I have things to take care of, you know, and like spoilers, I guess. But like he's still mad, like I would still be mad, but it's like a lot more of a like I do have a responsibility also. And I think that's important. That's a very like. I don't know. It's much it's much less of like a shonen like I'm mad all the time. I'm going to bust through everything and then everything's going to work out in the end. And more of like a, my actions have consequences and now I am yeah. really reaping what I sowed and I don't like it and I need to reevaluate. Um, yeah. And I think that's very adult and I think that's very mature. Um, not everything that's coming up is mature. Yeah. <laughs> some no, of so it, to, some to of it get, sucks. To get to that, <laughs> we have to see him go through this self-destructive journey, right? Because this doesn't hit, this hits a lot harder later right but like this whole yeah. moment with him and him and Rickert kind of brings me back like that third perspective right is like mm. like you said Rickert see, Rickert saw he hadn't even seen anything I mean he knows his friends are dead he knows fucked up shit is going on mm-hmm. but he knows that they can keep living it has nothing to do with you know a mission or a goal he's because that's what Guts has always been chasing something right Guts's whole right. thing is he's been chasing a purpose he's been chasing family and then he got that got taken away from him so what's his natural reaction right it's like to find a purpose, to find something right. to change. So you have Rickert, who's rather just, you know, move on and try to just find mm-hmm. another purpose. And then, you know, Guts is, like you said, he's clinging to it. And that's like, a, that is a trauma response, right? Like it is right. to just cling to whatever is left of something, even though it's gone, even though like right. you should be moving on and it'd probably be healthier to move on. But, and, you know, I feel like, this is what he chose to do after seeing all his choices. He tried. That's right. the thing. He was living with Casca for like over a month. He was. He woke up. It'd been about a month. And he was miserable. Right. But yeah. here's the thing. Right. Could he have sat there and worked through that more and still protected her at night? Of course. He could have done that. But he chose not to because he feels like he needs to force some kind of change, which is yeah. not all he knows. But like. Yeah, it's very human, which is what I like yeah. about him, is that this is obviously yeah. not a great decision. And, you know, as the reader, of course, you're like, yeah, more killing. But at the same time, like, you know, also as the reader, you're like, uh, is this the right choice? Like, is he yeah, actually going to find what he's that. looking for? Because right. he does and like, and, you know, and, and we go kind of go back over his older stuff. He does kind of find what he's looking for because, um, mm-hmm. you know, he finds out that he can contact the um god hand if he finds a bailet right like that's something that comes right. later on he understands that if he finds the monsters he'll get closer to them but it's all stuff he's right. like brute forcing his way through like he has to go kill fucking 300 guys to find out one thing and yeah. because he finds these little crumbs it's almost like he feels like he's doing something right until he's not until he realizes that he, you know he's abandoning Costco right now like Costco needs him more than ever and no matter how frustrating it is for him He's abandoning her like he Mm -hmm. that's what he's doing for the sake of. He doesn't even fucking know. (laughs) He doesn't even know what he'll find, you know, and all he ends up finding is a fairy, some fucked up monsters, and then he finds his foe, but then he can't even fight him, you know? Yeah, he he can't even do anything about it. He just gets kicked out of it. So I don't know. I feel like 
we kind of go like full tilt into like <laughs> I'm gonna use the buzzword into the like toxic masculinity like mm-hmm. revenge route for a while. I hate it because it is a buzzword, it, like, but it's so true. But it's really true. It really just kind of like exemplifies it, and that's why I'm using it because it's like very much like. Uh, man angry I can't process I have to hit things to process and be mad because that's all men can do um, and then it evolves from that though so that's why I don't entirely that's why I kept reading because for a minute there I was like I don't know if I can like sit through like a Frank Miller ass like Batman storyline <laughs> like I think I need like a little bit more than that but then Mira was like apology and i was like okay accepted yeah yeah i'll take it um but yeah the this next arc i have a lot of mixed feelings about but it is my favorite arc it's really good i think out of every it's a great one even up until where i've read which i've read a lot of great stuff um it's still my favorite because of how it made me feel at the end and i think it's just very impactful um I get why people don't like it and I get why it made people stop reading also and not want to finish the arc. Um, but I do think it's worth it. And it's kind of like Cheval said, like I get why if the baby thing was like something that stopped people from continuing to read. And I get why if this one, or there's like an arc right after two where I was like, this is a bit much. I don't really like this very much. Um, but yeah, the whole like goblin thing with all the rape and everything. Um, yeah, you can yeah, get that no, out. I, but like yeah. that's also a big stopping point for a lot of people. And I'm like, I understand the goblin was thing was kind of wild. I and that's the thing, right? Like, there's other stuff that happens here where I'm like, I get why people drop this. Like the next the next mm-hmm. arc is also one of my favorites. But like, you know, that's the thing with some of these, like like some of this these berserk chapters is it's like you got to kind of dig through <laughs> some of that because there's some yeah. stuff where it's like, yeah, it's a little heavy handed, but also like. You know, you have some of the heavy-handed stuff I like. Like, you know, at the end of this chapter, he's literally walking into the darkness. You're going the wrong yeah. way, bro. <laughs> yeah. Fucking moron. You're, not, you're literally not doing the right thing. Like, <laughs> he's like, it's like, is this the right choice as he walks into, like, the menacing the shadows? And it's like, no, it's not. And you're being stupid about it. Um, yeah, you're, but... you're brute-forcing it, which... I don't know. Yeah. You, you kind of you did a good. I mean, the toxic masculinity thing, right? Like, I get it. It is like a buzzword, but it is true. That's how yeah. a lot of men handle things: is they just try to it is, it. yeah. And then when shit doesn't work out and they break down, they get confused. And it's like, no, dummy, because you yeah. put your horse blinders on and you thought, what is it? Uh, I'm just gonna thug it out. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm all right. What is it? Yeah, it is what really it is. Really, having that moment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guts is having it, and it is what it is. Moment, right? So, mm-hmm. um. I I'm excited to read the rest of this because we do get to see him kind of put himself through more garbage to finally realize what he has to do. Right. Um, and what he has to do is rebuild in a different way. And that's kind of, that's yeah. kind of the thing about Berserk is that it's kind of the thing from now on. It's like, how do you survive? And right now we're about to get into the arc of guts being like, this is how I survive. And it's like, wait, no, don't do that. That's not no, a good coping mechanism. That's no, that's not you, how you should do that. Don't stab more people. No, that's, that's not, because it eventually leads him somewhere really bad, right? So <laughs> do not cleave the burning children corpses. In yeah, half. maybe <laughs> don't cut the kids in half. Like literally, stuff we're gonna be talking about soon. So, um, and and that's the thing, right? That's why I like about this is that he's obviously in a dark place because he does some fucked up shit. Like yeah. we've already seen him take the child as a fucking hostage, um, 
twice i think at this point i think he does it again yeah at some point he takes children hostage to make a point like it, yeah he's obviously not operating this is a protagonist that's obviously not operating off of like you know good-hearted protagonist vibes this yeah. is obviously like we're just following this dude and we're hoping he's doing the right thing kind yeah of thing, we're right? hoping he recovers eventually and i think mira does a good point where he actually hits the recovery point where he can start and that's yeah. why berserk is a good work because there's progress with the characters and it's not just always like ah my darkness or whatever like he still yeah. deals with that all the time he's not fucking but he Sasuke finds different <laughs> yeah, he finds different like coping mechanisms and stuff for it, which is healthy and good. Yeah, and it it reminds me of realistic. Like, a, like um, it's like a Kratos kind of thing, like that kind of yeah, like, kind of softening. I agree, up. and not like totally softening up, but just learning how to channel no. his emotions better. Because like, he's he's the same. He's just older, and he gets it more, and he's been through more and had more life yeah. experiences than just like I'm going from battlefield to battlefield, and Griffith is my boss and my boyfriend, and then oh god, what happened? And then like everything falls. Let's apart. Let's try to and simulate all that again. again. Yeah, it all falls apart. I... It's like let's do it again, and it's like oh that wasn't good. We shouldn't do that again. What do I do now? You know, it's yeah. yeah I don't know. Berserk is a good work. Last thing I want to talk about real quick before we stop talking yeah. about it. Um, the fucking little... I hate how, like, little people are depicted in Berserk because it's yeah. always demons. They're always gremlins or demons of some makes kind. makes me really annoyed. And, like, I think, like you said, like, obviously it's, like, a, a demon when you see the guy. You look at him and you're like, that's oh, a demon. But like it's Zod. also using, like, like... literally kind of looks like Zod a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but it's also using dwarfism yes. as, like, a visual shorthand... Exactly. for them being a demon and he has done this before he's done this several times before and he does it again and he, he loves doing it mira is very ableist in his work we've talked about this before yeah i hate it but the dwarfism thing is one that really bothers me because like the guy just is just like a guy you know like at first like he is obviously yeah. a demon but yeah, when he we first see him he's more human that, yeah. and you're like uh i don't know about that you know and then he's you know, he's like an ugly guy Cause, with dwarfism right? too. Like, if he would have been like a quote unquote like standard looking person, right? Like if he was just a normal guy that had to demonize and stuff, I don't think the mm -hmm. effect would have been much different, right? Like, no, like, like it's the it, ableism. If anything, it'd be more like, uncanny. Yeah, exactly. At least that part. At least that would be like creepier because it's just like, oh, but now it's like, dude. oh, well, we know because we know what you think about disabled people, Mira. So yeah. we know that this guy is going to be evil i i am also tired yeah. of that trope at this point in the comic because it does it keeps happening too right it's like, just bonk, 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 there's always a little fucked up guy. remember the torture guy from yeah, yeah. it's the same yeah. thing to me and like i think it would be more fucked up to see like a normal person like crawling along the ground and like well normal someone who people view as normal like crawling along the ground with like their face in the dirt and it'd be like what like uh what is happening dark soul here? shit like yeah, or like, something yeah <laughs> yeah and you're just like what's going on but like with this you're like oh i already know where this is going I don't like that you use that to indicate where it was going. For me, at least, I every time I see it in Mirror's work, I'm like, I, I like feel like I should start like a tally list, of, like how many times he uses <laughs> like, dwarfism as a right. shorthand for like evil, because he does it so often. He's he does done it, it like 
It's so often. He uses disfigurement for it a lot, and he uses dwarfism for it which a is, lot. And which it's is really frustrating because he does good body horror, too. Like, I feel like body... I feel like that's, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Like, in my head, it's kind of weird, because I feel like the lowest... Com- the lowest... The worst thing you could do is just use a straight-up real disability as yeah. horror bait, right? Like, yeah. the monster's real fat, or the monster's oh. re- real... Is missing its legs. Oh. Or you can go... The monster has fucking 25 legs, and it's crawling at you, or it's and got thirty five eyeballs that all look different. Like, yeah, it's, like there's other and it's he intestines does that or stuff. tentacles. Like you know, like he does so many things where it's like that's cool. Uh, I like that. There was a lot of had, eclipse moments. If this guy would have <laughs> had four eyes and two mouths, right? Like he eventually ended up having. He had two faces on mm-hmm. one head. That, like that's that's something you can work with, right? Don't make him a yeah. Siamese twin, but like, no, oh do, my god, like. He would. Wait, does he? I can't remember. I don't know. He might. He might, and I just don't remember. But <laughs> I'm trying desperately to remember I, right now. I don't think he just, does. Yeah, I. We'll find out. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Like, there's other ways to do it, and I feel like he yeah. does lean on the former of you know using somebody's disability as a thing rather yeah. than just you know going full on ape shit. Because that's the thing. Once, once the guy transforms, it's not even a question anymore. He's a fucking thick oh. ass big dragon looking thing which is funny he's supposed to like kind of resemble a dragon right like, right yeah. like but it's the, the like imagery or whatever <laughs> it's it's fun he has a cool design Mira loves doing like the he has a normal head but then he has another head and like I mm-hmm. think that's a fun design choice you know I think the tail is fun I think the teeth were fun I think the organs were fun like there's a lot of like cool there's cool things. stuff included it's just like why did you have to start him out as like this is what I view as like a fucked up human. So obviously it's going to be a fucked up monster. I'm like, you, you can just it, right? do, <laughs> it's like you can do a non-disfigured person or a person who is like a standard height or whatever. Like there's so many things you could do. Yeah. No. And yet you chose not to do that, which is really fucking annoying. At almost every um, turn too. Like it, it's kind of, every it's time crazy. it's like, all right, bro, you had to do. And that's the thing, right? Like that's unless already, it's like, a, a woman. Yeah, yeah. Then she's just unless it's a the woman. same body type. He loves, he loves fucking Boops. drawing in every um, single thing. Circular boobies. They're all like the like a D cup or something. <laughs> they're all perky as per- the perkiest oh titties God. you've ever I'm seen. Like, if you've never seen titties before, this is what titties look like to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, college kid moment for real, for real. But yeah. um, it's just, I don't know, I. I love Mir's work, but that is one aspect that I do still, like, heavily critique. Just because he can do better, and I know he can do better, but he chooses not to, and I think it's lazy, and I hate lazy writing and art. It's it's lazy, right? Like, that's the thing. That's why, you know, like, it's cool to see when it doesn't do that, when it's like, all right. Because that's the thing, it's like, well, even watching horror movies, it's like, that's the one trope you gotta... Uh-huh, it's a wheelchair. For. It's like, oh, cool. Oh, they're in a wheelchair. Oh, it's a hermit that stays in their house all day. Yeah. Hope they're not dangerous. Like, it's, oh my you know, God. it's, it's There's like something every... in the walls. What is it? Oh, it's a shut in. Oh, ah. it's a shut in. Yeah. It's like, all right, bro. Like, I, I don't know. That trope kind of got, especially because he does not do that. And that's what's kind of frustrating about it is that he yeah. doesn't, he opts to not do that half the time. So then it's like, so then why are you doing it most of, yeah. like, uh, all the other times? And why are you yeah. subbing in, this could have literally just been a monster, but instead you're like, okay, they're brown, so let me make sure they have tall, they're tall with turbans. Um, 
and they're real skinny and his name's like Abdul mm. or some shit. Like like they like he basically does that when Silat comes back uh yeah. soon and stuff like that too. So Yeah. Yeah. And we get to meet like my favorite little I see like there is like an evil, like especially evil like quote unquote brown person when um oh my god. I forget his name. He's like an assassin that comes yeah, in later. I love yeah. him. Uh he's so crazy but like he he's clearly a monster like he's not like a brown person who is also a monster yeah. or a brown person yeah. stereotype like he's clear like there's something happening there we don't really know what i don't care to know what he looks like he's like a ghost half of the time he's very yeah. funny to me he looks like the fucking um in what is it it's like Shaolin Showdown or something, like Ghost Lady. That's yeah, what he reminds yeah, me of. Yeah. That's what no, his voice for, like, is like in my up, head, though. too. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's like is to me. Um, I love him. He's goofy. I think that was fun and fine. But then you also have like the guys who work with Salat who are like these very burly, kind of monstrous looking brown men. And then to the point where like our characters are like, what are what what demons are those? And slaughter is like these are just guys, these are just like dudes mm-hmm. from my tribe. They're not anything. They're just dudes, and we're like, oh, oh, that's wild. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, and like it's not to say like there aren't like brown people with those builds, but also it's just kind of like you, that was choice that, that you made. And then you made a joke to, out of it listen, later. We're talking about purely um, fictional work. Everything was a choice. Yeah. So yeah, I always, I, um, I don't know. I, I like these chapters, but it also just reminds me, there's like so much packed in it. That just reminds me of like, Oh yeah, I don't like that thing that happens later. I, yeah. I do like that. We're seeing these different aspects of processing grief. I do like mm-hmm. that you know, that the, the perspectives are there. I wish they were a little more robust on Casca's part, but Rickard, what Rickard's character turns out to be is that, I don't know. I liked what he turns out to be because I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting Rickard mm-hmm. to turn out to be like a voice of reason no. or like he, his role from this point in the story on is kind of like, you know, he's, kind of like the model for what you kind of should be doing after something yeah, like this. Yeah, he's kind of like the straight man character that you measure everything against because he's the most like well-adjusted character. He's one that's he's also and like I feel like part of that too is a litmus test like he's further separated from the stuff yeah. that happened, right? Like he was on the fringes of it and he was mm-hmm. still affected by it and saw some of it, but like he had his own version of it, right? Last time he saw yeah. anything was when the monsters destroyed everybody. And then he mm-hmm. saw the tornado, and then it was kind of like, well, everybody's dead now. So, yeah. you know. So I, I do like that that's what his character comes, because I had never expected that going into the comic. So I did think that no. that was cool. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm i looking forward to the rest of talking about this. I just really good grief stuff, really good, you know, what's it called? A toxic, toxic masculinity slash beating oh stuff, hitting your head on a wall until it works, and then yeah. wondering why it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, is there another way I could put this? And I was like, no, there's not. I'm just yeah, it, like a feminist again. But like, I, yeah. which is not a bad thing. But it's, like, I just, it's like, it is what it is. Like, it is toxic masculinity. It's like, it's like a, it's like a, a lot of other gender based stuff where like, yeah, it is primarily a male thing. But like, I feel like sometimes you have to say to people like, yes, we know that women also do that too. Or like, oh, yeah, people who no. are women do that too. Yes, we like, but it's justified when men do it. Yes. And so like, yeah. that's the issue is you're like, well, that's just how men are. And it's like, no, 
not really. He should have stayed and taken care of her. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not. Like there, he should have done a lot of things that he didn't do. And like, I mean, you get Ricker, who is the opposite of that, who is having to process everything while Guts is gone in his own way, and he can't leave because mm-hmm. he's got to pay off Guts's debt now. Apparently, yeah, and <laughs> but... he's got to take care of Casca. Like, yeah, fuck. and Erica, and you know, he has responsibilities that he can't just drop and go run off and chase monsters forever you know mm-hmm. so of course he has to deal with that differently and i think that's like valuable and like a good balance for things um yes i also think the direction guts takes a lot of stuff later is good it takes him forever to get there but like i think that's also realistic for a lot of guys who are used to like oh i'm just like violent angry yep. and like all these other things and that's all i can be it takes a lot to believe even when someone is telling you to your face like hey you don't have to be like that like you can you can do other things yeah and you yeah, can process it's, things differently it's like oh well, yeah I, I guess i can i thought i didn't even think about this but i, I forgot to mention goto because it leads right to the point you're talking about i feel like goto oh, yeah. is also to be there like you could end up like him like yeah he was stubborn and did things his own way and then look where it landed and he got fucking run out of town yeah, because he, he let his pride get in the he let, way Yeah, of it. he let his pride get to him. Even he said that. He's like, I forgot the... He basically said, like, man, I got I got too lost in the sauce. I didn't even respect the game anymore, <laughs> man. Like, I just started making shit. Like, I wasn't even, like, trying to respect my own work. Or, like, think about it's why like, I was doing stuff. And Yeah. It's almost you know like... You Yeah. It, it's almost, like, prophetic that, like, Guts leans towards his biggest mistake right is like yeah. it was like look at my big ass mistake that i made over here that got me run out of town like of course Gus, Gus was like there yes for that. <laughs> Gus wasn't there for that conversation right? right but like at the same time of course he picks the big fucking thing that literally ruined like goto's blunt like brute forcing his way through things this is what made him an outcast <laughs> yeah and guts is like yep <laughs> And That's what I'm gonna do. He continues to be an outcast. He, he I mean, if yeah. you guys remember, like he tries to kick Puck away. Like he still keeps doing it. Actually, when we catch back up with him, he's yeah. still trying to get rid of Puck. He's like, get the like, fuck get away the fuck from me. Your... And Puck's like, no, Puck's... you're hurt. No. Let me help you, you fucking idiot. Like <laughs> fucking moron, piece of shit. Um, but yeah, I and I believe there was like moments with Goda before where he was talking with Guts, and he's like, you know, like this is what I did when I was younger, and I thought I was fucking smart. But I fucking wasn't. And it, Guts is like, that's crazy. I'm going to do that. Um, it's a, goodbye. I think when, for people who know or don't know, eventually Guts does come back to Goto's blacksmith. And I think that's when he has the, he has another convert. He has like a full conversation with Guts, like when he comes back. And I think that's when he kind of hits Guts over the head of, you're being stubborn and stupid. Don't be like me. And I ended yeah. up like this. You don't want like, to be like me. <laughs> I am dying almost alone. Yeah. I only yeah. have my like adopted daughter here who is a child who I am now having to leave alone because I'm fucking old and dying. And my whole legacy and, is shame because I don't care about weapons anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like And like even with like I mean it's very direct with how he talks about it too. He's like, I only cared about like being violent and like being the best and doing all this shit and look where it got me you know it's just like a constant like hey this could be you you could be like this and guts is like yeah it could be like that and he's like no that's not no that's that's literally not what i was that's the opposite of what i'm trying to say like i'm trying to old man wisdom you because he wasn't there when he told 
<laughs> Rickert no. and Erica. Yeah, I made this cool sword that you think is cool. It's not. I got it got yeah. run out of, it got me run out of town. And then guts five minutes later. I want that shit. Give me that. Give cool me that. sword. Give me. Give me. <laughs> yeah. He's like that. That's cool. I could use that. And Goto's like, yeah, you could. <laughs> I guess that kind of makes it even funnier. Also, that like, you know how that there's that meme of like the whoa cool robot and like the point going over like the person's head or whatever. It's like whoa cool sword, and then it's like. You shouldn't focus on things that are solely about violence and revenge and your own pride. And it's like, wow, oh, sword. Wow. Um, that's sword. literally, it's, it's literally like guts that, in that moment. Literally that meme of the guy looking and the point goes over his head. Like, yeah, it's, it's going to be yeah, that's what like a, the direct message is like sword cool. And the message going over guts, head is don't be so stubborn that you forget what really matters and that you should take care of like, the things People that matter most to you. About, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. That, that was, that yeah. was one thing I, I wanted to mention. Cause I did think that that was very, I don't know, yeah. like some stuff, I, it's like any piece of art, right? Like sometimes, sometimes it's like, did you intend for me to look into this that much? Cause this is a really good example, but sometimes I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe that was just an accident. And that's one of those things I'm like, I can't tell if that was an accident or not, but it was good. <laughs> I th- I've seen it like brought up enough in other discussions and like heard it enough from other people who like, I actually enjoy talking about Berserk with, which is very few and far between. Uh, but like, I've heard people bring that point up before they were there. Like Goto is kind of like a foil for guts, like in like, the sense that he's like a mirror of what guts could be and i think that, yeah. so i think you're correct i think it was at least tensional to a degree if even if it was only from like the like old man like learn from my mistakes or whatever thing you know yeah. like it's still like to a degree is there yeah. yeah it's a little it's very I, it's so there that i would be shocked if it was just like completely unintentional yeah and i'd be like there's no fuck ain't no fucking way especially with how mira like works themes into his stuff like he is very on the nose about a lot yeah. but he also can be very subtle and delicate about things as we have seen so yeah, it's, seen. it's always a toss-up <laughs> it's a toss-up i feel like it depends on he's feeling that week you know which kind of comes to yeah. I, I feel like people don't want to admit this i feel like that's a lot of art is it kind of depends what week that person was writing it <laughs> what kind of quality you're gonna get yeah. So, especially manga I with, like, the production phase, all that yeah. stuff, so, I don't And, like, know. having, I'm... like, assistants and stuff who help you with things or editors and, like, yeah, what, where does the publisher want the story to go? And, like, I think, like, Chainsaw Man is suffering from that a lot right now. Um, I... I would be highly surprised if there wasn't something like that happening where it's, like, you should make this shit and... I was like, okay. <laughs> I appreciate when a series can end. Because <laughs> Ryoko Koi did that too with Dungeon Meshi, which is getting an anime right now, which everyone yes, should I watch. Saw. You should watch it on fucking Netflix. Yeah. Um, it's funny as hell. Haley would like it a lot, I think. I think um, she- It's very like, I think the humor would be her thing. And I think like, it's not like 2D and D to be off putting. Yeah, cool. that's what I that's what I kind of heard about it is yeah. it's not too D&D. I I was laughing when it came out because people were like mm, well actually about some of the ways places were promoting it cuz like I think there was a Polygon article that was like do you like anime or have you been into Baldur's Gate a lot recently or whatever yeah. then you should give this anime a try. Mm. And I saw so many fans being like 
it's nothing like Baldur's Gate. And it's no, like, okay, it kind of is. They're, but... they're trying to, they're trying to, let's say it's you don't SEO, know anything just about leave them this. alone. <laughs> yeah. Like it's trying to, yeah. you might like this if you like this kind of thing. Yeah. But I saw a lot of people being like, it's nothing like no. uh, Baldur's Gate. And it's like, all right, y'all. I'd, like... Because like <laughs> Ryoko Kui loves D&D and she also loves Baldur's Gate, which is Not very funny. Everyone joked that she ended uh, Dungeon Messy so she could play Baldur's Gate, um, which is really funny because it ended like right before Baldur's Gate. I believe it. Um, which is hilarious. But also you can see like the ending coming from like where I'm at even. So I'm like, I think that's a good ending. I think that's a good spot to end. I still need to read the last one, but I'm waiting for the official volume. Um, nice. But the thing is, like, it is very D&D-esque. Like, you're going into a literal dungeon. There's rules to the dungeon. There's creatures that you encounter that you are familiar with if you play fantasy games or D&D. The food in the manga has stats to it that tells you what stats it boosts. Like it's like that's kind of how they present nutrition in it. It's really that's how it chooses to present itself. It's like a very technical thing. Yeah, it's a little less so in the anime, which is why I think the anime will draw in that's more people. Yeah, I heard the anime um, is less stat statsy than it's. The it's a good balance though because like it still covers all the like nerd shit that she likes without like stopping everything so you can read like a bunch of text about the food you know like mm. it works in the manga but it wouldn't work in the anime so i'm glad they didn't do it it's also fucking funny as hell like if you guys like stuff that's like a comedy but also has like serious shit you should read it it's funny as fuck uh trigger is doing an amazing job with it nice. um there you get very like trigger animation with it while still like having her style come through which is kind of impressive because she has like a more realistic style than a lot of Trigger's cartoony stuff, mm-hmm. but it works. I don't know. I've been very happy with it. It has three Good. episodes out right now. Uh, last episode made me very happy. I liked how they handled a lot of stuff. So Good. Anyways, that's my rant about Dungeon Meshi. You should watch it or read it. Um, both are good. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to read that. I'm going to keep reading Dora Hidoro. I started reading that one. So... Yeah, I there's there's some good stuff out there. I'm hoping to see what we kind of get this year as far as manga or anime, anything that kind of blows me away. But mm-hmm. um, for people who don't know, they're re-releasing the um, Berserk anime, the original one. Um, oh yeah, on a blue on Blu-ray. So if you are listening to this now, I think it's on the Crunchyroll website or Amazon website. You can go check that out. Um, it's cheaper on Crunchyroll, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah, but they're putting the whole thing back out on Blu-ray. It's going to be accessible again. So I thought that, that was pretty cool. I mm-hmm. I have not finished the Berserk anime yet, but it's cool that they're re-releasing it. Because sometimes it's like, did y'all remember this exists? Or are y'all going to keep doing CG yeah. bullshit over and over again? So, Well, yeah. they did like put it on Netflix and stuff. So it was yeah. kind of like at the top of the pile for a little while, I feel like. I hope that like more people who are like getting invested in physical media check it out. Because I know it's kind of hard to get sometimes and also like honestly the old quality is not amazing um yeah especially yeah. if you watch like a rip or a dvd or something right i will admit some of that has degraded over time but i i don't know i'm excited for a blu-ray i'm glad it came out on netflix i i'm glad more anime stuff is more accessible to people now Th- dungeon meshi being on netflix like blows my mind because it's not one i would think of like netflix having for like a bunch of people to watch and for yeah. it to be promoted so much like that makes me so happy because yeah. it's such a good series that i think a lot of people from a lot of different arenas would enjoy and 
it's actually getting the promo it deserves. So I'm just kind of like, what's the catch? <laughs> like, where's the, well, the catch is not a lot of people are going to watch it, so, but I think people should. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, th- I was also shocked by how much Netflix... Netflix put a lot of promotion mm-hmm. behind the show. They did. Um, they did. Because they don't... I mean, it was just surprising because they don't promote a lot of shit. They put a lot of stuff out. I think, like, um, some famous actor had, like, their first... I think it might be John Boyega or something, had their first directorial debut on Netflix. No promotion. No, Nobody knows if that. I had no idea. So the That's fact crazy. that Dungeon Meshi was, has a great English dub, from what I've heard... And was promoted. I've heard so one of the voices is a little wonky. Bad. But Sung Wong Cho is Sung in Wong it. Cho also. Is in he's it. doing that, a great job. Let me put it that way. He's in the English stuff. That's a good thing I've heard about it. <laughs> he's doing a great so, job. He plays Sunchi. Yes, he's he's listen, he's he's a good guy. Um but uh yeah, no, I'm looking forward to watching that one. I might I might give that a shot before I give the manga a shot, but we'll see. But yeah, that's what that's what we're up to. Um we appreciate you guys for you know, listening to the podcast. Um berserk is officially starting now thank god um so we'll get back into it next week with the next arc yay um we got plenty to talk about with that um i have notes from way back when i first read it so i'm glad to pull those out um as far as our social media stuff our twitter is let's underscore unpack underscore it our instagram is at unpack that pod and our tiktok is another berserk pod we've been posting some clips on there too um so go ahead and check us out all those places help people learn who we are help people listen to podcasts read us too share it if you can we really really <laughs> appreciate that um i don't like day jobs i don't want to work one anymore so it'd be nice if yeah you help us can y'all uh, help us leave our jobs yeah that'd be um, really cool um, that'd be so cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, i this this probably I love my job. will ever be don't, i not. love my my work that i do and i don't want to that i love going to at the crack of dawn and yeah. then not leaving until it's dark Who i love that mm-hmm. but um no we Bobby. we appreciate you guys listening and everything you've done for us so far um if you listen which done for us just listen so i appreciate you guys listening in the first place um you can catch us in a couple weeks or soon with the um bunny trails episode but we'll be back next time with guts on his journey to go hit things with the sword that's literally all he's thinking about but yeah we'll catch you guys next time <laughs> okay see ya see you guys bye Game over!